Welcome to your home with Team Gale at Caldwell Banker Seacoast Advantage, the show for buyers, sellers, owners, and investors. We're here to give sage real estate advice and take your calls regarding buying, selling, and owning your home. Brought to you by Alpha Mortgage. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your home with Team Gale. I'm Tom Gale, and I'm your host today. My guests today are Kemper Dent and Kaylin at the Capier River Watch, who are going to talk to us about the great things that they do over there. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, as always, if you have a, a question about uh, real estate or, or the, the Cape Fear River Watch, feel free to give us a call here in the studio at 332-6390. And if you need the immediate assistance of a realtor, you can always give us a call uh, on our team duty line at 910-541-1212. If you can hear us, we can help you. So uh, before we get started about uh, uh, the Cape Fear River Watch and everything that they do, um, Go ahead and tell us a little bit about both of you guys. Uh, so if you want to tell us how long you've been, you know, with the organization and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, so my name's Kemper Dad. I'm the Cape Fear Riverkeeper uh, and Executive Director at Riverwatch. I've been there since about 2008, and I've been the Riverkeeper since about 2010. Uh, and grew up in this area, born and raised in Wilmington, and have spent a lot of time out on the river here and out on the in the swamps and waterways and... Um, so, yeah. All right. Very good. What about you, Kaylin? I'm the education coordinator at Cape Fear River Watch. I've been there for a little over four and a half years now. And unlike Kemp, I'm kind of a transplant. I'm originally from Arkansas. I spent a lot of time in the Caribbean managing nature parks and oh, okay. made my way to Wilmington. I love it here and love my job there at River Watch. All right. Very good. Yeah, the, the Caribbean is pretty nice, but, you know, Wilmington's pretty nice too. So The waves are better here. <laughs> so, well, and I guess that, that bears out because we do have so many professional surfers that are around here too. So I, I guess there is something to that. <clears throat> so... Um, go ahead and for, for people that don't know anything about Cape Fear River Watch, can you tell us, um, you know, a little bit about the organization itself and, and how it got started and when and what its purpose is? Yeah, Cape Fear River Watch uh, is a grassroots environmental nonprofit. Uh, we got started 20 years ago, actually, uh, by a group of folks who, who got together um, and saw a need to protect and improve the water quality in the Cape Fear River. Uh, Bruce Watkins and Booty Baldridge were two of the, the folks that were instrumental in that. Uh, Booty Baldridge was the first riverkeeper here. Um, and, you know, since then, we've been, you know, protecting and improving the Cape Fear River. We do it through education programs, which uh, Kaylin leads up. Uh, we do it through advocacy, which I work a lot on, and we do it through kind of hands-on action type things, paddles and cleanups and invasive species removals and building rain gardens and all kinds of things like that where we engage uh, our membership and our volunteers to, to take kind of hands-on steps to improve water quality. Okay, and uh, so where is it that the, you guys are located? So our office is downtown, uh, very close to the Castle Street boat ramp, uh, right near the Memorial Bridge. Uh, of course, the Cape Fear River Basin is the largest basin in North Carolina, so we work um, you know, throughout a lot of the state, about uh, 6,000 square miles of, of uh, watershed that we protect. Um, so, you know, we're out and about quite a bit uh, and doing a lot of work as far up as, uh, you know, Chatham County and, and all the way down to Brunswick County. So. Okay. And do you have like, you know, office hours that people can stop in and, and learn more about? 
Yep, we're there uh, five days a week, nine to five. Okay. Uh, and then we do a lot of Saturday activities as well. So on the first Saturday of the month, we do an education seminar. We bring in an expert on some topic related to the Cape Fear River, and we cook a big free pancake breakfast for everybody. And everybody's welcome. You don't have to be a member to, to be there. You don't have to pay anything to be there. Uh, just show up and have a good breakfast and learn about the river. On the second Saturday of the month, we do cleanups. Um, so we pick a location uh, in town and we, we pick up trash. You know, we roll our sleeves up and, and get out and actually do some work. Uh, anybody's also welcome on those. Uh, and then on the third Saturday of the month, we go paddling. So we pick a, a different area of the watershed and we all get together and, and go paddling. And we kind of look at that as a great way to get people uh, connected to the mm -hmm. river uh, sure. and make sure people understand how special it is. So you also don't have to be a member to go paddling with us. Um, just uh, show up. Most people bring their own boats. We do have a few boats that we allow uh, members to use uh, on the paddle. So um, all of that information is on our website, which is uh, www.capefearriverwatch.org. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, that, that's uh, a, a lot of uh, activities that you guys are doing. And that's, you know, one thing that I think is, is very cool about your organization is, as you said, it really is hands on and, and, you know, really trying to educate people and let them experience it firsthand. And, and so uh, it, it's a very unique <clears throat> group that you guys have um in addition to all the other aspects of, of what you said as far as advocacy and things like that but um you know really gets people involved <clears throat> and <clears throat> sorry you did mention about uh, uh people being members like so if somebody was interested in being a member like what what is that yeah so we have uh memberships available we have annual memberships and they start out uh we have a student membership that starts out at 15 dollars for a year and, and we go up to individual memberships at 25 and family at 50 and then we go up from there for steward levels and and uh guardian levels uh and you know businesses can become members of our river friendly business uh, campaign and of course we have um, folks that that do that and and people that sponsor us at higher levels as well. So. Okay, and and is that uh, where your primary funding comes from, or what other sources do you? Well, have? it's definitely an important uh, piece of our funding. We you know we write grants and and we get uh, we do fundraisers like most nonprofits and we um, we have our membership of course and so you know we kind of get funding from a from a variety of sources but membership and and donation is a big part of it uh and an important part of it okay cool cool and i have uh, attended some of the the breakfast in particular on those yep. saturday mornings and it is very nice it's a uh you know great way to to meet some folks and, and learn some good information and have a, a very tasty breakfast uh uh you know made right there and and uh so it's it's definitely worth trying out if anybody um wants to do that what what time are those normally you said the first saturday of the month right yeah the first saturday seminars we the talk starts at nine but breakfast usually starts around eight people okay. kind of show up and just hang out and drink coffee and eat pancakes and have a little uh, little, little river river fellowship. So, all right, very good. Well, and I, I like the fact that uh, again, it's open to non-members too, so people can kind of see what it's about too before they you know uh, sure. join. But but I think that um, it's a great way to pe make people want to join. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we we'd love to you know get you know lots of non-members coming out and just just getting an introduction. So, um, and something else that, that you guys uh, operate in, and um, we'll be talking about the events in particular, but one of the things that you guys operate is, is out at Greenfield Lake. You want to tell us how you guys are involved uh, out at Greenfield Lake? Sure. Well, we, um, we manage the boathouse at Greenfield Lake. Um, all the proceeds from renting out those kayaks and canoes and paddle boats go to support the mission of Cape Fear River Watch. That's also a very important piece for us. Um, it's a great way to get out on the water. Greenfield Lake is a beautiful lake. It's a 90-acre cypress stone ecosystem right in the heart of town. 
Um, and it's a great place to go birding. And we offer guided eco tours um, both on land and on the water. So um, we also offer a lot of programs um, through schools and, um, and other clubs and groups. And private individuals can call us up and, and be given a tour at any time. Okay, cool. And, and you're right. I mean, it, it, right is, it is right in the middle of town. I think people drive by it every day and, you know, don't really get a chance to appreciate it much. But there is a lot going on there, uh, including some alligators that are out there, right? So, um, <clears throat> Healthy population of alligators. Right now is really the time to get out to Greenfield Lake because the azaleas are in full bloom. There's over 300,000 azaleas plants around Greenfield Lake. They're all planted there by volunteers like 50 or 60 years ago, and they're in full bloom. It's just absolutely beautiful. They were actually the inspiration for the Azalea Festival. Okay, cool. I did not know that. So um, the uh, very appropriate that we're, we're having our, our uh, uh, talk today then. Um, but uh, the, the paddle boats, um, when, when is it that those are operational? They are seven days a week um, okay. from 11 until 5. And is that year-round? It's well in the winter months. We tend to close a couple of those months during the winter. Okay. Yeah, and if there's a heavy rain, we, we close it down then too. Sure. Thunder. Sure. Okay, but but it's good to know that you know when you're uh, uh, paying the the fee to do that, that it's benefiting a, a group like yours. Um, I think that that's important for people to know that they're they're doing something good in addition to getting a little bit of exercise and you know getting to be at one with nature there a little bit. So um, that's a very uh, uh, nice thing. Do they have anything else there other than the, the paddle boats? There's a skate park at Greenfield Lake, oh, sure, and, and sure. of course there's a about a five mile trail all the way mm-hmm. around the lake. Um, there's a lot of fun stuff to do. The amphitheaters yep. there, of course. Um, so brand yep. new playground equipment. Yeah, yep. brand new playground. I had my kids out there yesterday. We so we played on the brand new playground, and then we went over and uh, watched the alligators uh, swimming around. So it's it's a fun fun trip to take the family out to sea, and you could go on a paddle boat ride and. Yeah, the alligators are fully out right now. We saw five yesterday on an eco tour, so that was a, a real pleasure. Well, and I've never seen any out on on land. I normally see them, you know, like their eyes just poking above the water somewhere. Um, but uh, are, are they ever, you know, uh, sunning themselves or anything like that that you guys see? Yeah, they'll they'll kind of sun themselves around, um, you know, up in some shallow areas. What what they love to do is get on the solar bees uh, out in the lake, which are, um, you know, some solar operated um, water circulators mm-hmm. out there they like to crawl up on the pontoons and sun themselves gotcha so and, and the other thing too i think a lot of times certainly you know you if you see one you know don't try and go up and pet it or whatever but i think that people sometimes have a uh you know too much of a fear of of alligators too i mean they're they're you know i think shy and docile uh, creatures for the most part they're they're not gonna um you know try and uh, chase people down for the most part i mean obviously like i said give them their uh, have a healthy amount of respect for them and, and give them their their space but uh um i, I think that sometimes <clears throat> things like alligators and bees and whatnot kind of get a a bad rep uh so i think it's important that you know like i say we we uh, understand that they're an important part of our ecosystem as well. So yeah, it's a good point. It's actually um, illegal to to feed or harass uh, alligators um, in Greenfield Lake. Uh, and, and the other thing that it's important, and and I think you know, not really that well known by folks, is that really feeding any of the wildlife at Greenfield Lake, the birds, you know, we, we, there's a lot of ducks out there. Uh, of course, the alligators. Doing that is really, you know, it seems like a fun thing to do, and I and I bet all of us probably did it at some point growing up. Um, but you know, it's really bad for the animals. It, it feeds them things that their bodies aren't supposed to get, and it's bad for the lake. It 
it tends to, to, you know, cause animals to congregate in certain areas, which increases bacteria levels in those areas. Uh, and it's dangerous when you're, when you're talking about alligators mm-hmm. to allow alligators to associate, you know, people that are feeding them with yep. food. And, and so it's a, it's something that the city of Wilmington and, and Cape Fear River Watch have been working, uh, to kind of educate folks about, you know, enjoy the animals, watch them. Uh, it's a lot of fun to, to watch the animals, but, but don't harass them and don't, don't feed them. Uh, well, and, and, and that's something that I remember hearing uh, a long time ago. I don't know if it's 100% accurate, but they were saying that the uh, uh, alligator's brain is the size of a, a quarter, basically. And they said that they can't distinguish the difference between the food itself and who's feeding them the food. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely something that you don't want to uh, have them be confused when it comes to you. So. Right. Yeah, especially um, when they're you know reaching lengths of 10 feet and more. Mm-hmm. You don't want them making that association. Another thing people do um, in order to get that kind of close relationship with nature down at the lake is they bring birds bread to the lake and they feed you know ducks and geese that are down there the bread and that's one of the worst things that you can put um, into a bird's body and into the lake um, it's full of carbohydrates they don't need that they end up feeling full from that and not foraging for the things that they do need to keep them healthy it can lead to things like aspergillosis and avian botulism um, they tend not to migrate when they need to hmm. and also it makes them poo more which mm. makes the park conditions a little less sanitary and uh, also messes up the water quality sure so um, it's something i did with my grandma when i was a little you know yep. you just want to have that you know experience with nature but you know, we're trying to educate the public right now to, to know that that's not a good thing to do for the animals and just to sit back and enjoy them from a distance. Sure. And that's that's what I love about uh, uh, your organization is that, like I say, you know, if, if you're attending one of the, the talks, I mean, this may be the type of thing that, that you would hear one uh, week about, uh, you know, the uh, things that we need to be doing or not doing. And I think that as you mentioned, people aren't doing it maliciously. They just don't know. Um, so it's, it's very cool that you guys are there to help people know the right way. Um, and as long as we're talking about Greenfield Lake, I know that we've got an event coming up on the horizon. Uh, would you like to, to share what that event is? That's right. We have Lake Fest coming up. Uh, lake Fest will be held on Saturday, May 2nd um, at Greenfield Lake near the boathouse there. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun this year. Um, we have a kayak race to kick off the event. Um, so Lake Fest is free to get in, um, but it, we're a nonprofit organization. And in order to put on a great event like this, it does cost something. So that's why we're doing the kayak race, in order to raise money, in order to support this great, you know, free environmental education event. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. It's from 10 to 2. Um, we'll have a lot of different organizations there. The Raptor Center will be bringing a bird. Um, we'll have live animals from the aquarium. Um, Skywatch will be there. UNCW will be there giving some water quality demonstrations. We'll have fly casting clinics. Um, and, of course, we'll do all of our fun arts and crafts activities that we do at a lot of our um, events focusing on wildlife at Greenfield Lake. So we'll be, you know, talking about alligators and birds and all the things you're going to see there, the yellow-bellied sliders. We'll have a turtle table. We'll have live turtles. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. It's so good. very family-friendly. Very friendly yeah, family friendly. Yes. All right, cool. And what time is the kayak race? Kayak race is at 8 a.m. Okay. And, um, you can go onto our website to register for that kayak race, um, www.capefeverwatch.org. It's on the first page and just click on kayak race to register. Okay. Or you can show up the morning of at 730 in the morning and, and register there day okay. of. And it begins at 8 o'clock. Boats in the water at 8. Okay. And do people have to have their own kayak or do you have ones that they can uh, race in? They can use their own boat or they can contact hook, line, and paddle and okay. um, rent a boat from, from them. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Very good. Um, so, yeah, so the event itself is from 10 to 2, but the, the kayak race is, is before that. If people want to catch that as well, too. So That's right. Um, all right, good. And uh, what other events uh, do you guys have throughout the year? I know that this is not the only event that you guys have. So what other? Yeah, our, our other uh, 
you know, really big event that we do is in January every year, uh, and it's Striper Fest, and it's a it's a, another big two-day event that's really focused on restoring fish populations in the Cape Fear River. So uh, migratory fish, or specifically anadromous fish, or fish that live most of their life out in the ocean or in the lower estuary, uh, fish like sturgeon, striped bass, shad, and herring, uh, and then they return to freshwater streams to spawn, and so it's a critical point in their life history. And so Riverwatch is trying to, Cape Riverwatch is trying to restore fish populations in the river. And so we use that weekend as an opportunity to, you know, do a lot of education activities. There's a full day of education activities. Um, and we hold a banquet and auction to help us raise money. We hold a fishing tournament where every fish is, is tagged and released back into the water so scientists can, can study those fish. We actually, um, you know, use some pretty sophisticated tags that actually send a signal out to receivers in the river so you can, you know, see how these fish are moving uh, in, in something that's close to real time. You know, you have to download the data, but it, it's a pretty neat, neat project that we do. Um, and so that's our other really big event. Uh, and we have, you know, a, a number of smaller events, uh, big sweep cleanups and, um, you know, uh, kind of paddle season finale events and things like that but these two lake fest and striper fest right now are our our biggest events okay well and and i know that there are plenty of people that that love to fish so i think that's very cool that they can fish and actually you know serve a purpose too in in Mm -hmm. helping out the uh uh, understanding of our ecosystem and and the health and everything involved so uh that's very cool that that striper fest is fun and educational and helpful uh yeah uh, for research so um, and, and I forgot to actually mention Striper Fest. You might not have the, the date for yet, but I forgot to ask about the date for, for Lake Fest. So what, what day is that? It is May 2nd, Saturday, okay. May 2nd, okay. from 10 to 2. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Um, and uh, also I saw that, um, uh, you know, you guys talking about being uh, valuable to the community. I saw that there is some recognition there recently um, from that, from Encore Magazine. Do you guys want to talk about that? Yeah, we were uh, thrilled and, and very honored and excited to have – won the uh, environmental group award uh, best environmental group from encore magazine so um you know that's that's a huge honor for us and we're, we're really grateful for the community for voting for us and and really grateful for encore magazine for putting that on every year and um so yeah what a, what a great night so well, and and it's it, like I say, if, if somebody hasn't been to to one of the events uh, down there, right by the uh, Cape Fear River Bridge, um, I definitely encourage you to to you know go down there and, and at least check one out because uh, you know this group is is really kind of a hidden gem, I think, for for our area um, in in being informational, educational, fun, and um, and helpful uh, to to everything that's going on. So definitely, I hope that people do check it out um, if they're not familiar, but. Um, what is it that you like uh, uh, as far as like staff um at, you know do you have like all volunteers or you know some paid staff or how, how does that work we we have a five member staff at riverwatch um so myself and kaylin we also have um kind of a communications person at riverwatch who does an amazing job uh and we have a associate director frank yelverton uh who um and jen cole is our communication person and frank is is kind of been there about six months now and uh, is also an, an amazing addition to the staff, has a ton of expertise on uh, fish restoration, was actually instrumental in, in getting the fish passage um, kind of built and built well at Lock and Dam number one. Um, and we have uh, our lake manager, uh, Patrick, down at Greenfield Lake, who kind of uh, is running the show down there. So 
All right, good. And then uh, beyond that, you also have uh, volunteers as well? We have a number of volunteers, and, and volunteers are really important for what we do. Um, and so we have volunteers that help us at the lake. We have volunteers that help us on our cleanups. We have a huge number of volunteers that help us on our education days that Kaylin works with a lot. Um, and so, and we're always looking for folks that are interested in volunteering and helping out. Uh, they can contact us, and we can get them plugged into something that they you know, be interested in. Okay, cool. And so I, as far as I know that uh, a lot of times volunteering, there are lots of people that, that want to, uh, you know, help out and they just don't know how to get involved. And, and obviously, you know, we talked about the, the cleanups on the second Saturday of the month and, and things like that, that anybody can, you know, help out for a couple of hours and, and just, you know, uh, make our, our area look its best. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, if somebody, you know, has, says, oh, I only have a few hours a week or I don't have any expertise uh, like these guys have, um, you know, what, what, what level of expertise and what, uh, you know, time commitment it, would it be, you know, taking? somebody to, to be involved yeah it's I mean there really are a lot of different things so it could be any, anything from you know helping out with uh, one of these two events for instance mm-hmm. you know helping helping kids you know make some fun kind of river related arts and crafts at an education event or it could be if, if somebody had a, a regular day and time that they wanted to spend a few hours volunteering then then coming down to the boathouse at greenfield lake and volunteering down there might be something you know like a tuesday afternoon they could they could do it on tuesday afternoon uh and then of course for one-time events things like cleanups you know you can always show up on the second saturday of the month and help out and uh you don't have to you don't have to commit to one you don't have to say i'm going to be there you know every second saturday you can just literally show up all the information is posted on the website um, and, and, you know, if you have, uh, we, we also have, uh, committees of, of the organization that work on specific issues. So we have an education committee, we have an advocacy committee, and if you have an interest in those things and you want to kind of help out in that way by, by helping us work through, um, you know, what our plans are for education or what our advocacy, you know, how we, how we kind of, um, develop our position on advocacy issues and then you can come out and join a committee of the board and uh, you know you don't have to be a board member to do that but um, so there's lots of volunteer opportunities, I think. Okay, and, and it sounds like no matter what your time commitment is or, or what your level of expertise is, you, you guys can find a place for somebody. Right, and there's a button on our website that says volunteer, and you can just um, go to the website and click that button and enter your information, and we'll get in touch with you and, and try to figure out you know where you would have the most fun mm-hmm. and, and you know feel like you were uh, doing something that you really enjoyed. Okay, very good. Well, bottom line, uh, consider this your invitation, everybody out there. This is, you know, uh, we're, we're asking you to, to participate and, and be a part of this. And, and as you said, have fun in the process, you know, hopefully learn something and um, help help our area. And I know that uh, certainly this is a topic that, you know, uh, a lot of times uh, on your home with Team Gale, we're talking about specifically how to buy or sell a house. But I like to uh, talk about these uh, things as well, because I think that, you know, this is one of the reasons why we, um, you know, choose to live in Wilmington um, is because this is what makes our area a special place. So uh, uh, that was the reason, you know, why we had you on today. <clears throat> what uh, um, what are the things like uh, I know that you talked about the volunteers, but what are some of the things that, that you kind of do on a day to day basis? Just yeah, I, I work a lot on advocacy. Um, so that's everything from you know doing going out and doing water sampling and and looking for problems and trying to identify you know what's causing water quality problems and fix those problems. Uh, you know, it's it's a fair amount of traveling around. Um, you know, so we've done a lot of work 
recently on coal ash, for instance, mm-hmm. where we're going out and we're trying to say, look, we, we've got a problem here and we need to get it cleaned up. We need to protect uh, waterways. Because I think, you know, what you just said is exactly right. The river is one of the reasons why our area is so special and, and one of the reasons why people come here. And so uh, making sure that, that the river is clean and safe and healthy and, and beautiful is, is you know, critical for kind of the success of our community. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's kind of what my, you know, advocacy is, is about, you know, well, standing one, up for the river. Sure. And one thing that I, I think is important to know too, is a lot of times, uh, you know, environmental issues are, are you know, um, uh, made political. Um, and, and certainly I don't think that this is, you know, clean drinking water or, you know, a healthy, uh, river, you know, it should, should not be a political thing. And, and certainly I think that your group is, is a, uh, you know, nonpartisan group as far as, uh, that type of stuff goes. So I think that that's important to note that, you know, any, anybody is welcome. And, and certainly it, there are lots of uh, different folks that are involved. Yeah. We, we all drink water out of the river around here. So it's, it's definitely not a political issue or a partisan issue. It's, it's about, you know, safe, clean water. Yep, absolutely. Um, and uh, so some of the other little things here that we've got, um, like about the rock ramp, um, can you explain, you know, what the, the rock ramp is? Sure. Maybe, Kaylin, you could probably. Sure. So the um, Rock Arch Rapids um, were, were just built. I think they, they completed those in um, two years ago, 2013, mm-hmm. January. Um, or was it 2014? 2012. Yeah. Okay, um, so we have an education center there now. We've partnered with the Corps of Engineers. Um, they are responsible for managing the Rock Arch Rapids there, the Lock and Dam there. Um, so those are built because the anatomous fish, um, like striped bass and shad and river herring, are trying to get from the open ocean where they spend their adult life to their um, their original spawning grounds, which are up above Lock and Dam number three. So the first one to get over is Lock and Dam one. And so now they can because we have uh, that fish ladder. That's basically mm-hmm. what it is. And they can get up and over that. So their next challenge is to get up and over um, two and three. So um, we're really working to move up the river that way, um, help to get these anadromous fish back to their original spawning grounds so that their populations can start to increase again. And where are these lock and dams? Um, lock and dam number one is um, near Regalwood. Okay. Kind of in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you mentioned, uh, you know, two and three, I think, as well. Where, where are those located about? Yeah, number two is in Elizabethtown. Uh-huh. Um, and number three is just, uh, you know, maybe 20 minutes downstream on the Cape Fear from Fayetteville. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, they're 35-ish miles apart. Okay. Um, and, and Lock and Dam 1 is about 38 miles above Wilmington. So it's about a 35-minute drive up there to see it. And it's it's neat to see the fish passage up there. It's a, you know, if you weren't familiar with what you were looking at, you you might even assume that that fish passage was kind of just a, a natural rapid in the river. Mm-hmm. It's it's a kind of a very uh, gently sloped ramp of rocks that, that you know, is was built very precisely to allow fish to pass and has kind of these concentric rings of rocks that go out that allow fish to swim up and over the dam. But it also looks very natural. Uh, and, you know, that that's what we'd like to see, um, you know, happen at number two and number three. Um, you know, we, we were focused on getting fish up to their spawning grounds. Because if you look at someplace like the Roanoke River, for instance, and you look at how healthy uh, their anadromous fishery is there, their striped bass fishery, and how many people go there, literally thousands of fishermen go there to fish for striped bass, and they bring their families, and they, you know, they hire guides, and they stay in hotels, and they go shopping, and they, you know, they, they 
spend a ton of money and they it's a big contribution to the local economy up there and we think that we could have the same thing here by having a healthy fishery so it's it's certainly a, an environmental reason um anadromous fish are kind of the canary in the coal mine for for uh rivers but there are big recreational reasons and big economic reasons to to have a healthy fishery Okay. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that, you know, sometimes people assume the uh, uh, financial is, is at odds, but you're right. It's, it's a win-win scenario if we can get things like that taken care of. So, right. um, and uh, that, that's about it for today. So go ahead and, and, and uh, uh, tell us the website for people to, to visit to find out more about uh, Cape Fear River Watch. Yeah, it's uh, www.capefearriverwatch.org, or you can just Google Cape Fear River Watch, I think the first site to come up. Okay. Um, and ton of information there. You can contact any of our staff. Our emails are there. Uh, and then they can drop in Monday through Friday or even Saturday mornings, uh, uh, check out all the different things that you guys have going on as well. And uh, the uh, event for uh, Lake Fest is? Saturday, May 2nd, 10 to 2. All right. Thanks, everybody, to listen for Your Home with Team Beal. We'll see you next week.